Hello, friends, and welcome to the Stop Chasing Wellness podcast. If you're here listening to this podcast, we believe it's because you value your health and you may be looking for answers to help you live your healthiest life in a more simplified way. You may be dealing with your own health struggles or trying to help a spouse or child find a better way to deal with theirs. Maybe you've just lost your way or you've gone down that confusing rabbit hole of conflicting information that is swirling all around you. Don't worry, we've got you. As certified holistic health coaches, Kristen and I, I'm Gina, focus our health coaching practice on the belief that what we put on our plate is a direct reflection of what's going on in our lives. This ranges anywhere from the quality of your social life and personal relationships to the level of your physical activity and overall health of your spirituality practice, your career, and your finances and education. The foods you put on your plate are just one piece of this wheel that we call the circle of life. Before we introduce our guest speaker, we invite you to check out our website at stopchasingwellness.com, where you can learn more about our wellness coaching programs that we have to offer to purchase our book by the same name, Stop Chasing Wellness, and to learn a little bit more about both Kristen and myself. Our book is an overview of the pillars from which we teach, and we are so proud to share this with you and hope that you will find it to be the catalyst that you need to help point you in the right direction with your health and wellness goals. And our online wellness coaching programs, they're done in a way that allow you to start your program at a time that's convenient for you. Coach Kristen and I are with you every step of the way to help guide you and educate you and help you make this your very own personalized experience. Our online wellness coaching programs are designed to teach you how and what you should be feeding your body, as well as actionable steps to incorporate lifestyle changes that support the health of your hormones and create vitality. Basically, we teach you how to stop chasing wellness and to learn how to start creating it. We have a growing catalog of hormone-specific coaching programs that we absolutely love, and we know you will love them too. All right. Well, hello, everyone. Okay. I'm a little nervous to talk about this topic. Honestly, we were just laughing before we hit record. (laughs) So Gina, I'm here with Gina, and we both, we wanted to talk to you about the four phases of the menstrual cycle. So Gina was laughing at me, like, what are you nervous about? And I said, well, I've basically had the most messed up cycle of anybody I knew. I always had the worst periods of anybody I knew. Let's just jump right into the topic. (laughs) And, And it's like, I just, but, but it was, if I knew then what I know now and all of the things that we've learned when we did our hormone specialty course, I just, it's, it was so eye-opening for me to go through this and learn so many things because what I passed off as normal was not normal. And I wish I had known this stuff because I could have made things so much better for myself. And now what we know now, right. that is the goal to help other people not have to deal with what I dealt with because it was hell. <laughs> it was awful. I just, I'm like, oh, this is normal. This is just how it is for me. No, it's not normal to 
to bleed like that and to have it be that long and to have those mood swings and the, the pain and the, I mean, it was awful. Yeah. I, don't, I would like to say I want to do over, but I really don't. <laughs> I don't. No, we're in now. No, I'm done. Do so over. with our cycle, there's, let's think of it. There's four phases to the cycle, right? Let's think of them like seasons. If there's four seasons, there's four phases of a menstrual cycle. So the ideal cycle is 25 to 35 days. And it's good to get to know your body. So had someone taught Kristen this when she was younger, right? Like I almost feel like it's, it is our job to share this information out. So other women aren't suffering and going through struggles like you went through. Um, get to know your cycle, get to know it, just become one with your body and really get to know your, yourself. Tracking is a really great way. So let's talk about the, the follicular phase, right? That's like our spring season. Think about it like that. That's our fertile cycle. And that usually lasts around 11 days. What happens during the follicular phase is the ovaries are preparing the egg our pituitary gland releases a hormone called the FSH, which is the follicular stimulating hormone. In one of the, so that gets released in one of the ovaries to mature. And then we also have LH, which is another hormone responsible for ovulation. And in the last days of this phase are the best time to have sex. If you're trying to get pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> I paused after that to see how you were going to respond. Or just in general. <laughs> but anyway, the, the impacts to the body during that, during that follicular or spring season that we're having that follicular phase is we're going to have a boost of energy, a boost in our mood and our confidence and our thinking clearly, right? Our cognition is more on point. We're willing to take risks and our libido is stimulated. So back to that, whether we joke around, obviously, because at our age, we're not ready to start over and start with new babies. Our kids are grown already, but our libido is more stimulated. So it, it is a better time to have sex because we're, we have more sensitivity down there. Uh, we're more extroverted. We feel lighter due to a suppressed appetite and our skin looks and feels better during this phase. So things to do for ourselves when we're going through that are if you're looking for a, a, a project, right? It's a good time to brainstorm or think about your important decisions that need to be made because you are feeling a bit more confident and your cognition is clearer. So it's a good time for problem solving and social socializing, social connection, strategizing game plans. And at this time, so the way we exercise can even change during the month. So during this time, we're more energized. It's a better time for more strenuous activity. So more strenuous exercise. So that's kind of, that's it in, in a nutshell for the follicular phase. And do you want to talk to us about the ovulatory phase? feeling the best in the spring phase. So then after spring comes summer, and this is what be your days 12 through 17 of your cycle of your month. And this is when the egg is released. So you get, um, you're going to become the most 
fertile, right? So your LH, you have a surge of luteinizing hormone right before that, and your estrogen and your testosterone are at a peak. And you're the most fertile after you ovulate. And at that point, this that sperm needs to be to be ready and waiting inside. If you're trying to get pregnant, this is the time to do it, the time of your summertime. And during this phase, you're going to feel more attractive. You're going to have a higher sex drive. You're going to have high energy. So it'd be a good time to do things like your, your, your A-game activities, to go on job interviews or um, have those important conversations. This is the time when you're feeling your best. You're the most confident. And it only lasts a couple days, the two to three days of, I think of that um, being your most fertile. So maybe that's probably, that's probably why it's just that little narrow window of opportunity. You got to have those, got to have those suckers ready and waiting, right? <laughs> so schedule things like do your public, your public speaking and your networking and, um, you know, jump on that idea that you have and, and take those, take those chances, schedule it, schedule a date and do your higher impact and group exercises. This is the part where you're feeling your best. And then after summer comes fall. Yeah. So during our fall phase is what we call our luteal phase. So in our fall season, if we're comparing to the seasons, that's when we would be entering the luteal phase. That time is usually days 12 through 16. And that's when the body prepares to release the unfertilized egg. That's an egg that is not fertilized in the body. So that follicle that released the egg transforms in the, it transforms in the body and in it's a temporary endocrine gland that produces progesterone and the progesterone stimulates the uterine lining to prepare for a pregnancy. But during week two of that cycle, the estrogen rises in the body. If there's no pregnancy, the estrogen and progesterone drop in the body and the uterine lining shreds. So that's when we enter into the bleeding phase, which is next. Um, our basal body temperature rises during this point. And this, uh, this kind this time isn't always great. We don't always feel great this time. This is, if you hear of women who struggle with PMDD or hard PMS ex experiences, that's usually during this luteal phase when they often feel basically their worst. Um, the first half is often where they could be riding the highs of that ovulatory phase, but the second half is definitely when that PMS week, or sometimes women call that hell week. And that's when that starts to wind down. And this is a good time to do things that are more going inward. So take, take care of some quiet time, do your bookkeeping or nesting at home and organizing or working on your house chores and to-do lists and uh, that second part of the week is focus on more gentle activity where in, in the beginning we had high energy and we can handle more high impact. This is a good time to get in with more gentle exercising like yoga or Tai Chi and getting to bed earlier, sleeping in a little bit later, just loving on yourself a little bit more than you normally would have some nourishing foods and focus on relaxation and self-care, whether that's massaging, baths, reading, just really meditating, getting, getting into some quiet time for yourself. I think that's important to point out because we just tend to push. 
we push past that. And when we're pushing through how we like, and we're ignoring it, then that's, we're getting moody. We're getting irritable because we're fighting against ourselves. I think as women, we just, there's so much on our plates. We have to push through, right. No matter what phase of your cycle and you still have to do life, right. Giving some, um, some honor to understanding where you're at in your own cycle each month is really important. It's just why it's important to track your, track your cycle, track your phase, keep track of where you're at. Yeah. So after fall comes winter and this is basically known as the bleeding phase. So, um, it's ideally supposed to last four to five days. (laughs) So basically this is what happens when that the egg is not fertilized. It's unfertilized. The uterus lining sheds, your progesterone levels drop, and you're going to go through that your winter phase. You're going to be at your lowest energy point. Most women feel tired and, and kind of just withdrawn and in, introspective. And I think this is the part we get. We're not giving ourselves enough credit for this. This is hard for your body to go through this, this cycle and all that it's doing and, and just shedding all of this. And yeah, give yourself a little bit of, of love, a self-love, a little bit of self-care um, where you would want to be doing some light activities physical touch. Like you're saying massage, have a massage during this phase, ask your partner to give you a massage. Um, this is just that, that phase of like if winter, what, what does the earth and the world do in, in winter phase? It's basically restoring it's resting. So do that for yourself during this bleeding phase. And, um, you want to maybe set some intentions during this phase when things are quiet and slow. And when you're feeling a little down and just, good time to kind of give a little introspection on what do I have coming up? What do I want to be moving forward in? So give yourself a little bit of time to relax during this phase. And, um, but I think let's, I just want to close this out by pointing out there are a couple dietary considerations that we can consider no matter what phase you're in. And it's important during your entire month, to focus on keeping your blood sugar balanced and eating nutrient dense foods and eating in calm environments and chewing properly, like just honoring that whole process. Um, just those simple nurturing things that we can do just help set our whole system up so that no matter what phase we're in, we're able to handle it. The bet, like having a, like especially the sugar balance thing, keeping your blood sugar balanced. Cause when you have, imbalanced blood sugar in combination with fluctuating hormones at different phases. I mean, that's, that can be a nightmare for PM, PMS, PMDD. Yeah. Want to get through that with as much grace as possible, right. With getting through our cycle. And I mean, we're pretty, we're masterpieces. I mean, think about it. Like God created us so intricately and just, I don't know. It's pretty fascinating. Like that was a lot of stuff we just covered. And with with the foods that we can consider, like during the follicular phase, get into that estrogen building foods, like more healthy fats and pomegranates and pumpkin and flax seeds and sprouted beans can be good during that part. Or in the ovulatory phase, it's a good time to focus on liver detoxification with those cruciferous vegetables, like your Brussels sprouts or kale, cabbage, turnips and broccoli. Yeah. And the luteal phase for progesterone support, getting foods that are rich in magnesium or even taking magnesium supplementation, 
eating um, foods that are high in vitamin B6, vitamin C and zinc. Those are great support for progesterone. And then during the menstrual phase, that blood sugar balance gets so get some um, mineral, mineral rich bone broth in. If you make your own, which I do, I love it. It's one of my favorite things and never run out. Um, but that can just be nourishing things that are just nourishing and iron rich foods, things like spinach, get soups and stews. Those are kind of just your comfort foods, right? And, and just drink, have smoothies, vitamin rich smoothies, lots of fruits and vegetables in your smoothies can really help with all of that too. So yeah, I think, again, if I had known all of those things, it would have helped make my life so much easier, but yeah, it all comes down to nutrition and the amount that what nutrition can do for our bodies. Cause we go through a lot, like you say, we're masterpieces. We are, we're going through a lot and just to support that with nutrition, just, it does so much to help and to understand where you're at with each phase. So you can incorporate those things in. We'll just And that's where tracking really comes into play. Like you can just really start tracking where you're at. How are you feeling each day? What are your, what are your cervical fluids like that time? What is the bleeding? Like, what is your diet? Like where, what are, are you craving emotionally or, or physically? Like, what are you craving and where are you at? How are you exercising? How's your energy? All of that stuff can be written down and you can start trending it to where you can help nourish your body, what you need, where you're, where you need to be nourished more. So, nourish it or fight it. <laughs> and if you feel yeah. like you're fighting it, there might be like time to take a pause and look and see where am I at? Yeah. I love it. I wish I had known, but again, I do not need to do over. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. And what we have, we can share with others. So hopefully other people aren't suffering like you did and, And we can get this information out and help as best we can. So good. This was really good, Gina. I think this is going to be helpful. Friends, thank you so very much for joining us today. We know this podcast was full of amazing information. And our wish is that this blesses you in some way. We would love for you to share this podcast with your friends and family so that others can learn about this important topic. As you listen to this podcast, we know you were thinking of others that need to hear this. And when you hear that calling, it's not accidental. So please share this podcast with them. We pray that this podcast will help more people to feel the confidence they need to begin their healing journey and take their health to the next level to reach their health goals, learn about nutrition and lifestyle choices so that we can all reach the goal to live a long, healthy, and happy life.